0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk Podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: On the huddle with me this evening, we've got Nick Leggett, uh, Chief Executive of Transport in New Zealand, and Ali Jones, Red PR and Community Board member. Hi, you two. Hello. Ali, have you seen any of this antisocial behaviour going on in Christchurch? I haven't
2: seen the antisocial behaviour, but I have seen, uh, the homeless and the, and the beggars in the centre of town. Um, so no, I haven't seen any actual um, antisocial behaviour. Okay, has it got worse,
1: or is it, as as Annabelle was saying, no, same it ha- same?
2: It has. No, it has got worse. So, um, and not only in the centre where Annabelle is. We've been up in Nui for a bit, um, sort of the, the northern, uh, western area of Christchurch, uh, and there are there are people on the on the main north road under Tarpaulin and, and under getting old um, shopping trolleys and covering them with tarps and things. So it's not just in the centre of town; it, it's spreading out further as well. And I haven't seen that before. All right, Nick, I want to talk to you about
1: what's going on with Auckland's budget. How how on earth? Because you you know in your former life, mayor of Port how on earth do you end up with the two hundred and seventy million Dollar hole that's three times bigger than you expected?
0: I'm not quite sure. Um, I, think as, uh, I think there's been a lot of COVID release money that I think Wayne Brown's described has been papering over the holes. I think that's happened in probably councils uh, and all around government actually um, over the last couple of years. Uh, I think what's good here is though that the Mayor of Auckland actually has some more specific executive powers which they are able to Put in place to write a budget, um, and they've got better staff and a better advisory to be able to put together something that will actually stick. Uh, I think if if you know if anybody's going to deal with this, uh, Wayne Brown is probably the person for the job because uh, you know, he, he's not unafraid to bash heads together, and it sounds as though that's exactly what Auckland needs.
1: Ali, if something like, I mean, you you were elected to the Christchurch City Council yourself. If something like this happens, if there's a massive hole like this, does the previous council know about it or is it genuinely a surprise to everybody?
2: Well look, when I was elected in 2013 we arrived and lo and behold there was a gigantic gap there and it was just under from memory $500 million. and it wasn't until we opened the books and we saw that the previous, not the council actually, but I think the chief executive and mayor had made some decisions uh, on what budgets should be without knowing what our insurance payouts were going to be after the earthquakes so there was just a massive hole so the new council came in and thank God for Rasmangi and Leanne Elzel was amazing um, basically went through the annual plan, the long-term plan process, and manage from memory to keep the rates under five percent. So, just to Nick's point about not knowing how this happens—we might have been exceptional because of the earthquakes. But you had a council turn up, open the books, and go, "Oh my God, there's a five hundred million dollar hole here." Nick, uh,
1: Auckland Ratepayers Alliance wants wants the head of the CEO, uh, the CEO's head. Fair enough.
0: Well, the question is, is the CEO going to be the best? person to bring the council through a process that reduces these costs and reduces the uh rate uh, increase that's something for the mayor and council to decide i i don't know the answer to that what i do know is though that the council is going to have to ask some hard questions and uh, there might be some uh service um some questions over the levels of service around the community in different parts that might have to um it might have to be reduced because Obviously, when you cut money from a council, it does often uh, relate to services. So I think Aucklanders are going to have to have quite a big discussion, and of course the chief executive uh, will you know have to be a leader in that discussion.
1: Ali, would you sell the airport? The shares in the airport. <laughs>
2: Look, this is that's really interesting, and I heard what the ratepayers guy said before to you. When we got in council in 2013, a number of us wanted to look at everything. Just as your chap said, everything on the table, look at everything. But we had People's Choice Labour-affiliated councillors in the majority around that table, and they said, hands off our assets, we're not even going to look at it. So we wanted to look at whether we could part-sell down some of the shares, whether we could look at joint ventures uh, and part-sell but keep the majority in some of the assets as well. Um, and I think it's got to be looked at. I I don't think you sell your your majority in something It's too important, but you have to look at everything. You've got to be smart. What do you reckon, Nick? You sell
0: it? I I, absolutely agree. I mean, Wellington uh, has a very similar sort of – there's a very similar philosophical view that's probably in control around the table. But can you make assets perform better – by right. selling parts of them. can you? Like, if you look at what happened in Tauranga with the ports of Tauranga, um, I suspect it's happening with the Napier port. Um, you know, there are still mm. uh, some local government ownership, but actually when local government have got complete control of an asset or majority control you tend to find it doesn't perform quite as well.
1: Well, it works exactly the same as, as central government, doesn't it? Sell down the power companies. You've only got 51% works better a whole lot, a whole very, very quickly. All right, we'll take a break with you to Come back and talk about the poll. Nick Leggett, Ali Jones. Right, you're back with a huddle at 14 away from six. Ali Jones, Nick Leggett. So Ali, that poll last night, is, is, is that the, the start of the end for Labour or is it just, oh, just a little, they'll bounce back?
2: No, no, no. I think it is really concerning for Labour. But as I've said before, I think that the budget is really something that they're going to have to make work. I think that's going to be their last opportunity. Uh, But yeah, this is not great news and and it just seems to be getting worse for them. Yeah, Nick, they have to win back.
1: I mean, I did the the numbers, right? They've lost 500,000 voters since the last election. And if they want to break even with National, they have to win back 121,000 voters from National. Is that even doable?
0: Yeah, I think it's possible. I think anything's possible in the volatile world we live in. But is it likely? Um, I mean, Ali said that the budget is their only sort of chance. But I mean, how much money are they going to have to play with? Um, Part of this discussion and part of the questions in the poll last night was over uh, the continuation of um, the fuel excise discount, the RUC road user charge discount and the public transport discount. Discount. Those are due to come off 31st of January next year. Um, I think the government, I mean, I suppose it's prudent to wait and and see. But, you know, if people wake up on the 1st of February and it costs $2.75 a litre to fill their car, uh, not $2.50, an extra 15 to 20 bucks um, per week, uh, you know, this is something where the government could, could provide a tangible uh, easing on cost of living, well, they could keep it going. Uh, why wouldn't you do that? I know that they, they don't deal on tangible very often, but but to me, this package can have real can can continue real relief to people.
1: Ali, that's just one thing, right? But how do they win them back? I mean, that that will if they do that, it won't it won't chase anybody away. But how do they win voters back?
2: Okay, well, no expert here, and I was going to say I'm not a politician, but I kind of am. But um, but you're
1: a voter, right?
2: Yeah, I'm a voter, and I think I think what Labour's got to do is they've got to move away from this Band-Aid financial relief strategy that they seem to be following all the time. I think we saw with the early childhood uh, announcement over the weekend. I think they will really lose Kiwis if they don't do that. They need to look at the cost of living, justice, education, health, uh, the economy, and workforce shortages are one of the biggest issues in, in that economy um, sector as well, or economy issue. And that's what Kiwis need and want. They need bold direction from the government, any government, on those issues. And I think they've got to get back to basics. And if they don't, I don't think they'll recruit those votes.
1: And then Nick, what I mean, winning winning people back is one thing. What policies do you cut to stop driving people away?
0: Well you've got to you've got to make the country more affordable. You've got to ensure that people don't feel as though they're being priced out of New Zealand and that there is a lack of opportunity that our yeah. public services like health and education and and housing where it's public, uh, that they are up to scratch. And this is the problem when you have high inflation and you have, you know, potentially net uh, a net uh, loss in population, you start to see those services not just strained but having to be reduced and it's a it's a vicious cycle, and it just feeds off itself and that's I think that's the real risk here but in the in the immediate you know people people in the world the world over polls the world over are saying cost of living is the most important issue for any government to grapple with. I suspect if the Democrats get a route in the midterms tomorrow that um cost of living w- will be probably mm. the, the the big issue there and um you know, the governments have got the opportunity to to seize this and do something with it, Uh, and I'm not sure, I just don't get a sense that, like they're saying, we're hearing the noises, but to me, uh, they've got to have a bold package, uh, as Mm. Ali said, and they've got to use the budget to do it.
1: Yeah, too too
0: It might be too late by then.
1: Geez, if it's not already too late on these numbers. Um, Ali, by the way, confession time, did you watch the All Blacks or did you watch the Black Ferns or neither?
2: (laughs) No, we went out for our 24-year-old's um, birthday dinner, and when we came back to the campground, I'm telling you, walking around the tents in the camper van, all you could hear was, Go on! Go on! We wondered what the hell was going on, because we'd forgotten what was on, and then we realised. So no, I didn't see it, but obviously a lot of people have understood. And uh, Nick, what about you?
0: Well, I can tell you it was on in our house, and there were two senior members of our wider whanau who were watching it, but others of us were occupied with child fireworks. So uh but we were oh, we fed the result. We were fed the Black result and we were absolutely wrapped. So Nick, um, come
1: on, yeah. are you still I, I'm I'm on the fireworks band brigade now. Are you not? Yeah, I know, that that's why I said it. So <laughs> deliberately to wind me up,
0: Nick. Deliberately <laughs> yeah, to wind me true. up. Well we, we we kind of we kind of figure this heather that yeah. uh it's gonna be gone soon. Um and make uh, hay that we exactly and we don't expect it to be around forever. So um yeah, we 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 went for it.
2: Oh,
1: Ellie, are you on? Are you on my side on this one at least?
2: Yeah, I am on your side. Yeah, thank a dog. you. Our dog is not. Uh, this dog is much better than the last one. But boy, our Billy one—he would shake and just be a mess. See, and Nick, videos—it's awful. Yeah, Nick,
1: this is what you're doing to people. And then there are the people well, with the babies as well. But no, we don't I need mean, to do well,
2: it.
0: Well, well, you know, we've got a baby too here. Though. You're not alone there, and we've got animals <laughs> as well. But. Um, uh, <laughs> The, I haven't he, got the, a monopoly the, on this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. you It's a baby monopoly. No, look, I, I'm not – we're not we – thought really long and hard about it, and we checked with our neighbour who's got a dog, uh, and they were fine with it because – um, oh, Nick, sadly, no. I'm, ago, you, but it's, you, but, but it's, look, it's going. It's, it's, it, it will not. Um, fireworks will not be let off and back. I'm
1: only winding lot. you up, Nick. You're okay. Yeah. It, is, it is absolutely fine to be a little bit selfish every now and again, and I really hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Nick Leggett, Chief Executive of Transporting New Zealand, Ali Jones, Red PR and Community Board Member.